Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you more about that, let's call it constructive criticism that I received through my support channel. On the previous episode, I talked about how I got some emotionally charged, largely negative feedback about a particular feature or functionality in my podcast automation application. Now, that feedback was about a specific feature. And I went back and I did some testing to find out what the results ultimately look like. I also asked that user for more details in terms of the feedback because they were largely just, this isn't great, I want my money back. That was kind of the summary of the feedback. So a couple of the specific questions I asked are, you know, can you tell us why it didn't meet your expectations and what you were hoping for? They also alluded to the fact that they had found a suitable alternative or a product to replace mine and one that supposedly had done a better job. That's a gold mine too. So I asked those questions. Which product did you find? Why was it better? Things like that. So in return and before I decided to proceed forth with the refund, which I don't technically offer, but you know, in these cases, it is what it is. And it's a judgment call of yours to make. I decided ultimately to do so, but I wanted to get something in return. And that was answers to these questions. I did get those and that was super helpful. Uh, now I learned basically more about the use case, what this customer was looking for in terms of the functionality for my product regarding this specific feature, which can be quite difficult feedback to get. Now, something else to note here as well too, is I take a closer look at my product and the roadmap. One of the things I did with the feature in question, the one that they used and they didn't have a great experience with was I added it relatively quickly since it would be more cost-effective and since I wasn't sure people were actually going to use it. But in this case, this gave me the validation that I needed to invest more into getting this feature right or really improving and optimizing what it can do because now I know people are willing to pay for access to that feature specifically. And that's what I wasn't sure about because I moved this feature to my highest tier and it was expected to be one of the things I was experimenting with to see whether or not people would be willing to pay more to gain access to it. Now I know the answer to that is yes, at least in one of these cases and more than likely others as well too. But I also have feedback that that was suboptimal as in the way it worked can be improved. And now I have more data and feedback about how to improve it, which is exactly what I was looking for. So now I have verified all of those things, which was what I wanted. And I didn't want to go too far down the road of building the perfect feature before I knew people actually needed it and would be willing to pay for it. But now that I know that, I can focus more on it. Plus, I've got greater context for how they want it to work and the type of output that they're looking for. With that, I can go back, I can redesign that feature, redeploy it to my application, and hopefully things like this will be more of a thing of the past. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.